The devil is hell-bent on your destruction. He hates everything that God loves, and God loves you deeply. Let me say that again. God loves you deeply. And that's why he made sure that you have everything that you need to stand against the devil's schemes. Do you know what you need in order to stand? Well, if not, you will. Learning how to fight against the devil's schemes starts with knowing who your real enemy is. Let me tell you, every single battle, every single battle that we're in is rooted in the spiritual influences of evil. Again, it's the spiritual influences of evil that are at the root of every battle. And so we need to know that my struggle is against evil, not people. That's our takeaway phrase for today. My struggle is against evil, not people. Now that may sound like bad news because evil is a dark and powerful force, but stick with me because I'm gonna share two things that you absolutely need to know that will help you take your stand when those battles come your way. Welcome to the Believe and Speak podcast. I'm Shauna Marie Bryant, and I post a new episode every Wednesday. I invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, and please click the notification bell so that you're made aware of every episode. I am here each week to encourage you. I want so much to encourage you with the word of truth and to believe it and speak it. The name of this podcast is based on a scripture that says, I believed, therefore I have spoken. And it's also based on the fact that our tongue has the power of life and death. And that's why I give you a declaration each week that will empower your tongue with truth. So today we're going to be looking into Ephesians 6. You may have guessed that already if you know the scriptures when I talked about our battle being against evil. In fact, this was inspired by a comment I got last week. Now, last week I talked about how our Bible is a weapon and that we don't use it to clobber people. We use it to clobber lies. And someone had posted in my comments on that video, just simply Ephesians 6, 12. Well, like I said, that inspired me. There is so much in these scriptures that I'm actually gonna do a three-part series. Now we're gonna start with Ephesians 6 verses 11 through 13, and I'll read that right now out of the NIV. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. My friend, there absolutely is an unseen realm of evil out there, an unseen realm of the spiritual influences of evil are all around us. And so it's easy to forget who our real enemy is because we don't see it, right? We often think that it's people, but we just heard in Ephesians 6, 12 that our enemy is not 
flesh and blood. It is not. We're not fighting with that. We're fighting against the spiritual influences of evil. And that's why I pulled out the takeaway phrase today for you that sounds like this. My struggle is against evil, not people. Will you say that with me? My struggle is against evil, not people. Demons are crazy powerful creatures, but they are not anywhere near as powerful as our all-powerful God. And He has equipped us with exactly what we need to come against them. We need to know the right strategy to come against evil, to overcome Satan's wicked schemes. And the first thing I want you to remember is this, our battles are spiritual battles. You have more power than you realize to fight these battles. Every believer in Jesus is filled with the Holy Spirit and the same power that God exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead lives in us. That's a lot of power. So yes, the evil forces out there are very powerful, but we because of God, are even more powerful. And I have a wonderful example that I heard a story a while back that I have never forgotten because it so illustrates that our battles are spiritual battles, even when it doesn't look that way. Now, this man that I know, I'd actually taken a, a class from him, a several week long class on prayer, intercessory prayer and deliverance, powerful prayers. And he shared a story about how he was invited by the chaplain of our local juvenile hall to go in and share about his faith in Jesus and the power of prayer and invite these troubled youth um, to know who Jesus was. And right up front, the guards escorted in what he called the long-term incarcerated youth. Now, these were kids that had committed really heinous crimes, murder, rape, all of that, sitting right up front. And he's like, oh, wow, okay, I'm going to talk about Jesus. I'm going to preach the gospel to these kids. And sure enough, they were not paying much attention. But while he began to get into the, the gist of his message, two of them stood up and just started hauling off and punching each other, getting into a, a, just a brawl. And of course, the guards immediately came rushing. But before they even got there, he said that the instructor, he said, if what's going on right now in front of me is a result of the spiritual influences of evil, then I command you right now in the name of Jesus to stop. You must leave in Jesus' name. Go to where he sends you. And those two kids stopped fighting and looked almost dazed, like, what were we just doing? Well, of course, the, the guards led them out, but then later, the chaplain came up to that instructor and he said, I have never seen anything like that before. And the guy goes, yeah, that was pretty crazy to have these people just haul out and, and fight right there in front of me. Oh, no, no, no. He said, I see that all the time. I was talking about what happened when you commanded the evil to cease and desist, basically, and it just stopped. We've never seen that. Usually the guards are coming in, they're pulling them apart. Wow. The battle was not between those two boys, the battle was between Satan not wanting those two boys to hear the message of truth. And that gentleman took control of the situation because he knew that our battles are spiritual battles. Okay, the second point that I want to make to you is this. Spiritual battles require spiritual tactics. 
Ephesians 6 talks about putting on the whole armor of God. Remember, I read, put on the full armor of God, and that's how we'll be able to take our stand. I tell you what, you are the only one who can put on that armor. Now, I'm here to equip you and to point it out to you, but you are the only one that can prepare for a spiritual battle. Spiritual battles require spiritual tactics, and those tactics include putting on the full armor of God. I will never forget years ago when my daughter was just coming to about age of 12, 13, and I had a dream. It was a crazy dream because I was in a huge amphitheater. I mean, there were thousands of people there. And it was an amphitheater that went way, way down off the side of a hill to the stage, of course, front and center. And just as the play or whatever it was, was about to start, the people in the crowd started getting unsettled. Oh no, oh no, there's a lion. And so I look over my shoulder and I'd mentioned it was outdoors. There was a hill that was kind of sloping away from the amphitheater and sure enough, there was this lion and it was on the prowl and it was coming toward the theater. Well, people started to panic, but I stood up and I said, we don't have to be afraid. God has given us authority over this animal. And so I said, in the name of Jesus, you must leave, go. Kind of like what that instructor did in juvenile hall. And sure enough, now this was only a dream, but the lion turned away and started to leave. Well, everybody got all excited and they came over and they were lifting me up and talking about me. And I said, oh, no, 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 it's not me. It's the power that we have in Jesus' name. I just spoke in the name of Jesus and that's what made the lion go away. Now, all of a sudden, another cry rises up. Oh no, the lion is back and he's after a puppy. And so again, I, I look over my shoulder and I see that the lion, which is turned away from the crowd, is now circling a little puppy. And it's circling and circling and crouching. And that poor little puppy was just scared to death with nowhere to go. And I began to command, in the name of Jesus, you leave that puppy alone. You cannot attack that puppy. You must leave now in the name of Jesus. I kept saying it and saying it, it seems like forever. And then the lion pounced on the puppy. And right then I woke up, as you can imagine, my heart was pounding. Oh my gosh, that was such a horrible sight. And I said, Lord, who's the puppy? And I just felt in my spirit him say, my teenage daughter. And so I sat her down and I said, look, honey, I said, you have been under my covering, but you are entering into adulthood and now you will be responsible. There is an enemy and he is Bent. Remember how I said, hell bent on your destruction and you have got to do all you can. And so that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to equip you kind of like I did with my daughter to let you know that, that our battles are spiritual battles and that spiritual battles require spiritual tactics. Now I have resources on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can go there and, and equip yourself so that you are ready. The scripture says when the day of evil comes. I read in Ephesians 6, when, not if, when it comes, you will be ready to stand if 
you have put on that full armor of God. And like I said, we're going to have two more episodes coming up where we're going to look at those different pieces of armor and how we can use them to protect us and to defend against demonic attack. But for now, let's pray. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that your love conquers all. Lord God, that, that your love absolutely is more powerful than evil and death and the hatred of the enemy. God, I thank you that you have equipped us through your word and through your spirit to stand against the devil's evil schemes. Thank you, Lord, that we can put on your full armor and when we've done everything else to stand, knowing that you are our defender, you are our protector, God, and that you've given us everything we need. Lord, I pray that we would just spend some time in the word today and in prayer, just to thank you for what we have been given and ask for your protection. Lord God, even now, Lord, I pray that if anybody is in a spiritual battle, that you will show them a way out. I think of 1 Corinthians where it says, it's actually talking about temptation, and it says, no temptation has seized you except that which is common to man. But when you are tempted, God is faithful, and he will provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. And so God, I pray for anyone who's facing that kind of spiritual battle, Lord, that you would provide a way out. For those of us, Lord, that just need to declare who we are in Christ, Father, that we would know the word enough that we could do that. I ask for these things in the name of Jesus, amen. I want to thank you so much for watching today and encourage you again, please. I'm on a quest to get a thousand subscribers. I think I'm at about 149 the last I checked. So I have a long, long way to go. So subscribe and click that bell for notifications and comment. Now I mentioned that a comment just last week is what led now to a three-part series that I'm going to be doing. And I would love to engage with you in the comments. Be sure and like the video as well. And also, tell someone, especially if you know someone who needs to know who their real enemy is, that you'll tell them because your tongue has power. Use it for good.